Hi everyone, welcome to episode 4. So today I've got something a little different to share with you. Instead of just hearing from me today, I'm going to introduce you to what I'm going to be doing once a month and that is that I'm going to be running a duo with my future sister-in-law, Rebecca Kaywood. So in today's episode, you'll hear from both of us sharing together conversations around similar topics to what I share on, except once a month, these will be conversations between both of us. I'm really excited for this. Bex and I are so different and yet so similar. So I think you're going to love it. And we've really enjoyed putting these together for you. And as I say, this will only happen once a month. So soak it up and yeah, would love to hear your feedback when the episode is over. Over to today's episode. Hi everyone, I'm Caitlin DeBeer from The Unpodcast. And I'm Rebecca Kayward from Wellbeing Company by Becky Co. And this is our monthly duo podcast. We are sister-in-laws to V and we're lovers of holistic well-being. And whilst we run separate podcasts, we're so excited to be collaborating on this and to share snippets of our personal journeys within this well-being space. We hope to inspire and leave you with actionable, accessible, and hopefully fun ideas that you can take and apply to your own life and make work for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our first episode, Joe. We're so excited to be here with you guys and tell you a bit about us and our story. So I guess, you know, everyone has a story and everyone's got loads to learn from their story, from other people's stories. So just to start off today in our first episode, which is about finding your flow, I think it will be really nice to just give you guys a little bit of background about both of us, where we are, how we got here. And yeah, so Katie, do you want to start? Do you want to tell us a bit about your journey into this wellness space? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Bex. Okay, so me. So um, I feel like I've got a bit of a messy story, but I think, you know, many of us, I suppose, can say that. Um, messy but beautiful. Um, so I I grew up just being very caught up in performance and and doing well at stuff and and I found an identity there and I found that that I got a kick out of people sort of knowing me or or approving of me or my behaviour. Um, and so at school this really seemed to dominate. Um, and I yeah I, I kind of got lost there if I can even say that and maybe lost myself a bit. And then went off to varsity and had a proper breakdown and a real like rock hit rock bottom kind of moment. And everyone can go and listen to my first episode and hear my messy story there. Um, my first podcast episode. Um, but but after that, I managed to to really dig into who I am outside of being good at things, which we all are good at something. Um, and and really try and discover who I am, just the normal the normal me, you know, where no one else is looking. Um, and, and the more I got to know the pers- that person, the more I learned to love that person. Um, and when I say learned, because I, th- I think it is a, a learning thing. Um, and, and so, yeah, from that space, I, I then went on to study psychology. So I studied in, at Stellenbosch University. And after having studied psych, I, in my final year, so five years in, I did a life coaching course and that was just an absolute game changer for me. So I just love this idea of looking forwards and, yeah, and helping people just plan out their futures and, um, and look towards the future. And yeah, since then I've been running my, my company as a life coach and as a speaker and I, I love this wellness space. I love 
helping people just find out who they are and become more of of that person and and really become yeah the best version of themselves I suppose so that's me in a nutshell and I can speak plenty (laughs) so tell us about you Vex well I think firstly I love your story Katie because it's just it's one of those that's you know it's so inspiring and it's so amazing to see how people grow into the space and I, I I do find that a lot of people that are currently working in the space whether they're doing it you know for money or not for money as a job or just for fun you know everyone's had this amazing journey and story and it's it's just really nice to hear Thank you. um so a bit about me i haven't always been in wellness but i think i i have always almost in a very <laughs> unofficial way so uh, i grew up um in a family where my dad was quite unwell He had Crohn's disease, and you can go to my first episode to hear about my full story on that. But I think that put me in a headspace from a very young age um, that kind of, it it just made me very aware of health, very aware of how um, your body is connected to what you put in it, connected to what you do, Um, you know, watching my dad getting really well by eating the right foods, um, Mm. by doing things that were very calming for him, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that was was my first kind of introduction to wellness. And it's something that stuck with me throughout my whole life. And it was something that I always implemented personally. Um, Obviously, not as much when I was younger, but more and more and more as I got older. I then um, kind of left school and... One of my biggest passions is cooking. So I went off to chef school and that was a really amazing year for me in terms of connecting to well-being and food, etc., cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I found myself in a really good place there. I absolutely loved what I was doing. Um, and I, I kind of knew I wanted to be in food from there, but I was very unsure about how because I was at a Cordon Bleu chef school, so it wasn't really connected to health and wellness anywhere subsequently moved away from there went on a bit of a different path which some might say you shouldn't have done but I did do it just because it was it felt like the right thing to do at the time Mm -hmm. I went off and I did um, my media studies and went on then to do my master's in marketing and then found myself in um, two different jobs in London which were based in marketing Um, and in the agency world, which was an amazing learning curve for me, but definitely wasn't my space. I completely lost my flow. I completely lost who I was as a person um, just because I was was running around doing something that I felt didn't have any purpose and didn't add any value to my life. Um, And then I quite quickly, well, quite quickly took a couple of years, realized that 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 wasn't me and I needed to make some changes. So I started to do that. And therefore I've quite recently actually moved officially into the wellbeing space. I decided to do my yoga teacher training. Um, I've got more involved in food. Um, and yeah, I launched my business in London. Very scary went on my own and just decided to go for it. Um, sometimes you need to take that leap. Absolutely. I, I did it and um, yeah, it's been amazing. So I guess that's a very short little snippet about me and why I am here. And I can I can honestly say it's been, yeah, the right decision so far. Yeah, that's amazing. And you've done so well so quickly. And I think for me, the message from that is very much that it's because it was you finding your flow. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's, every it's right. Exactly. People... Mm in life when you find what fits with your heart your Mm. soul what makes you get up in the morning and kind of 
even if you're not feeling great that day, you're still really keen to do what you do. Yeah. That's when you know you've kind of you've found that flow. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's literally what I wanted to go on to talk about now is I think in terms of self love and self acceptance, like yes. the biggest message for me is is exactly what you've been saying and it's something that I work with my clients on all the time is yeah. this idea of just getting to know yourself. Absolutely. Get to know you. Like I yeah, with clients I use the word what makes you come alive. Um, and if you've heard me speak, you would have heard me say it a million times because I just love that concept of what is it that makes you come alive and and know those things. Um, for me, it's it's been such a process of, of tapping into who I am and what makes me happy. What are those little moments? What are those big moments? Yeah. You know, whether it's driving in your car and a good song comes on and you suddenly find yourself car dancing and you're like, oh my word, this is me. You know, I like to car dance or, or swim in the sea or, <laughs> you know, yeah, or, or with you, you know, yoga, food, going back to that side. But That's it. But really getting to know that person and then and designing a life around that. And for me, that's flow. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's almost when life becomes easier because you're doing what you were made to do. That's it. And you know what? That's so interesting that you say that, Katie, because um, when I was actually at Silwood, that year that I spoke about earlier, where I really felt quite in sync with, with myself and who I was and what I loved, I remember so clearly saying to my mom the one day, Mom, you know what? It's so weird. I feel like I'm on holiday all the mm. time. Mm. Although I was working so hard. I mean, Silwood was one of those chef schools where you had, it was like school. You had to yeah. be there 24 seven. And I remember her saying to me so clearly, and it will stick with me forever. And she said, you know what, Rebecca, that is amazing. That is what life should be. Yeah. If you can find something that you love every day and you know you're working hard and you know you're putting in all your efforts and you're getting up in the morning and you're productive, but you still feel that sense of, you know, that holiday feeling in a way. Mm. And of mm. course, I mean, that's not going to be every day, but that really stuck with me. Mm. And um, yeah, so it's exactly, Katie, that's, you've hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's such a connection to this idea of self-love because I think loving yourself it sounds so like airy fairy, yeah. but it's really just knowing you exactly. and accepting that that's who you are, absolutely, and that's what you what should be is. doing, yeah, absolutely, and and then and and being okay with that, yeah. and and sort of following that path. It's not necessarily um, has to be this I don't know process where you look in the mirror every day and say five nice things about yourself, well, but actually just learning who you are and and learning to like that person, absolutely. And sometimes that's a subconscious thing. Sometimes yeah. we do that without knowing it. Sometimes we need to actually make the effort to do it. Mm. But either way, I think we all do it. I think we all try mm. to do it. It's like one of those those natural things in life. You really are always trying to like find that that flow, find that place that's right for you. So yeah, yeah that's, that's really, really exciting. And I think um, what's also really great is, well, for me personally, was when I was working um, in the agency world, I, it didn't come naturally to me. Mm. It wasn't something, you know, I didn't feel like I had found my flow at all. So I actually had to find things, and I'm sure you could speak mm. about this, and find a ways to actually realize what I like, what I don't like. Mm. So, you know, I remember some days where I would, I, would, I would be in the office and I would kind of just be like, you know, I don't know where I am, I don't know what I'm doing. Even though I knew exactly where I was and what I was doing. I would I would go and sit in we had like a wellness room there. I'd mm. go sit in the wellness room, close my eyes, and I guess I was meditating. I didn't even know I was. Um and I started doing that, you mm. know, like mm. every second day and then every day mm. and then twice a day. And and then I started to realise actually this is something that makes me feel alive. Mm. 
And I think sometimes it's those physical things you have to do, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you told me once about um, you had to write something down. Mm. Didn't you have like a mind map or yeah. something? Yeah. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah. So it, it was literally, I was going through a really rough time in my life. And I, um, I wrote in the middle of, of the page those words I said earlier. So what makes you come alive? Um, and, and I slowly started like jotting down the things that make me, me. Yeah. So literally what makes me, me. Um, and, and it, it was a, a forced way of recognizing who I am and what I enjoy. And I think what you were saying about work, I mean, it's not that you were hating work no. and, and you were good at it. Um, as I'm sure many people that are listening probably are too, and and they might not love work, but we can't just all go and quit our jobs to no, exactly, it's you know, unrealistic. live on the beach or yeah. <laughs> move to Thailand or something. As lovely as it sounds, exactly. Um, and so I think for me, it's more just trying to get in touch with yourself again. So as you're saying, you know, going into that room for you and and connecting with yourself, but yeah. otherwise to maybe open up a journal and. Um, to just start to add things, things that really make you tick. Yeah. You know, add things to that page and gradually, every time something happens that makes you feel good, to just keep putting them on there until you Absolutely. start this sort of self-discovery process of of who I am and, and what I enjoy. Yeah. And, and then starting to add those things to your life. Absolutely. So I think we're both fortunate, fortunate and have worked hard. I don't know what the, the right mix of that is, yeah. that we do love our jobs. Yeah. Um, but not everyone has that privilege. Yeah. And and I think you still can love your life even if work sometimes does feel like work. You absolutely can. And I think, um, you know, as you said, sometimes it's not realistic to say, mm. great, I'm going to quit my job and go and, I don't know, start this company here or do this or work part time. And that's, that's fine. That's normal. Mm. But what you can do, I suppose, is maybe... I don't know, decide that you're going to say, okay, right, I'm going to put a bit more time, a bit more effort into, I don't know, if, you, if you're a morning person, waking up that extra bit early, yeah. write in your journal, mm. do half an hour of yoga, do go for a run, whatever it is. Mm. I mean, those are all things that are quite obvious. It might be something completely absurd, like painting yeah. or whatever, not that painting's absurd, absurd. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's you. Yeah. And I think it's just making that time and... One thing I also did find, and I don't know if you you can agree with this, is even though when I was working um, in in my agency, uh, I did at one point start doing that mm. and bringing those things in. And I must say, everything did start to change. Yeah, everything. Even though I was still in the same job, and as Caitlin said, like I wasn't hating it, but my actual life and my job and everything started to change. Mm. And then. I was suddenly in this rhythm and this flow and then now mm. and now I'm here. So, you know, sometimes mm. it just leads to great things, I guess. Yeah. And small <laughs> and small changes. That's it. It's not yeah, you don't have to radically like change your whole life. This no. is just tapping into you a bit more and and starting to def define what flow feels like for you. And yeah. I know in the coaching world when they use this word flow, it's like a common question to ask someone, you know, what and what are you doing when you feel in flow? And not everyone can name that. Um, but but I think an easy way of understanding that word is what is it that you're doing when time just passes? And please don't say sleeping. <laughs> but but what is it that you're doing? Yeah, when when time just like flies by and it just came so naturally for you that yeah. you just got into it. And That's it. and I'm sure you can all name a, a few things. Um, and to to try and make more time for those things when life is easy. That's it. Um, and maybe not life, but that moment's easy. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's something you look forward to. Yeah. You feel you feel a buzz afterwards. Mm. Um, mm. And yeah, I think I think that's what's that's what finding your flow is about. Yeah. And exactly, it's not radical changes; it's small little things 
And then you never know where that might take you. Yeah. Which yeah. is really cool. And for you, Bex, now, yeah. what what one thing do you do that sort of gets you back into flow if you feel yeah. that you, you're out of it a bit? So for me, um, again, as I said, um, <laughs> it sounds airy-fairy, meditation. Mm. I, I did it without even knowing it. And it's, for me, meditate for everyone. In fact, meditation is different. And um, for me, it's it's sitting, it's reading a book. It's for an absolutely an hour out of my day where I'm just reading a book where I could be answering emails. I could Mm. be, you know, teaching classes. I could be doing all sorts of things, but I'm not, I'm reading. Mm. Um, that's one thing. And the other thing is, is of course yoga. I love my yoga. Um, I feel, I feel that really gets me out of the headspace of like the hustle and bustle of every Mm. day. I find, I often find living in London can be quite, um, intense in terms of that you get into your own head and everything is very busy you never have a chance to kind of just sit down relax calm and for me yoga puts me back on that track very quickly and nicely Mm, yeah and for you katie what do you what do you do to get your flow back so i think it's changed just as i sort of i suppose especially since i became a mom Mm, um but i would i would definitely say running um, I love my running. It is a flow thing for me and yep. that it comes easily. Yeah. Um, and and I know if I'm like having a bad week or a bad day, yep. um, going for a run on my own, sometimes with music, sometimes without, um, doesn't have to be fast, doesn't have to be far. Yep. It's more just that space for me. Yeah. Um, I do lots of thinking on my runs and I often get back from a run and I feel like I'm a whole new person. I'm yep. like ready to face the world. Amazing. Everything's worked out. Yeah. And you know, back into my flow. So I think that's, yeah, that's definitely one. Yeah. Um, I hate that these are all exercise, but I suppose that's, that's my thing. Well, for a lot of people it is, you know, and, and yeah. maybe it's, I mean, it doesn't have to be. I no. mean, another one for me is actually cooking and, and not mm. every day. Sometimes I'm totally not in the mood, but when I am, for me, cooking is also mm. one of them. So mm. yeah, it can be, it can be anything. Another one for me would be swimming in the sea. 100%. I can you love that. Yeah, I can drive down <laughs> to the beach and just dive into the water and I'm like, the, everything is just more beautiful. Yeah. The world just changes when I've no, got like salty yeah. hair and just, yeah, that sea feeling. Seawater is super healing. Yeah. It's the best, best, best yeah. feeling ever. Yeah. yeah, no, that's amazing. Well, it's just so nice to hear from you because it's, it's everyone's so different, mm. right? I mean, mm. the, uh, you guys listening, you probably are thinking to yourselves, Oh goodness, my my thing is totally none of those, you know, which is which is amazing actually. Yeah, and the sure. more the more you can realize that, and the more you can be okay with what your thing is, then you know what you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, so Katie, let's talk about our tips. Okay. So we <laughs> decided that we were gonna at the end of our podcast always leave you guys with something something actionable something you know it doesn't have to be big it can be act- action today tomorrow this week mm-hmm. but um, just something actionable that you guys can take away and implement into your lives mm-hmm. so from your side Katie what do you think what would you say is one quite simple tip that our listeners can take away today um, in terms of number one maybe finding their flow initially or getting back t- into their flow mm-hmm. Cool. So I think, I mean, mine could probably could probably work for both of those. And yeah. it's going to go back to what I've repeated, I think, in this yeah. whole podcast. But my encouragement would be to get a blank piece of paper or a journal, yep. write in the middle of the page, what makes me come alive or write like me coming alive, you know, or even just me. Yeah. 
and and take this page with you so journey with this page for a while in other words put it on your car seat next to you put it next to your bed and every time you have a happy moment a like oh my word this is so me kind of moment jot that down and it's a beautiful way of actually celebrating who you were created to be it's not forced happiness it's literally like a moment happens and your kids are laughing and you jot that down because that made you feel really good um, you know, your dog came up to you and licked you and that made you feel really good. That one definitely wouldn't make me feel good. <laughs> but, you know, and, and slowly starting to um, to develop just the self-awareness um, and and in, in turn, I suppose, to find your flow. Yeah, wonderful. No, that's really, that's a really, really good one. Um, and you, Bex, tell us your tip for finding your flow or getting back into your flow. So for me, I think it's about time management I think you I think it's really important to give yourself permission to make time mm. and you know I think the the busier we get and we all live incredibly busy lives we've got you know you've got moms you've got high-powered jobs you've got sporting things you're doing maybe you training for races you've got family you've got friends you've got social events there's so much going on in our lives and Often, I think we put ourselves on the back seat and mm. we don't realize it. You know, you might have an amazing self-worth, um, et cetera, et cetera, but, but often we do. And I think sometimes what you've got to do is you've got to take that step back and say, okay, I'm going to give myself permission to take an hour to do this. Mm. Or I'm going to give myself permission to say no to that invite. Yeah. Or whatever it is, I think for me, that's something that's really helped me to get into my flow, to find my flow in the beginning, actually. Mm. And yeah, so for me, that's definitely my, my top tip. Mm, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that word permission, it like almost makes you breathe easily. Yeah, <laughs> when you hear permission, you're like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> like me? Um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a, yeah, it's a goodie. No, it definitely is. So yeah, it's been, it's been amazing to chat about mm. this. I think we could go on forever Indeed. and ever, <laughs> but we're going to try close it off. Um, I know it's, you guys are probably listening in your car or on your commute so it's probably time to close it off. But what um, I will say is if you guys do want to get in touch with KTOI, we've got our websites, Katie, you are at? I'm at caitlindebeer.com. Um, and yeah, just launched a new a new online program called Thriving As Me. And it's sort of a, a program, I suppose, that you do on your, on your own, self-paced. And it's just literally to thrive as you. So very much... Yeah. titled this yeah ties and into this well completely as well. Yeah. yeah and where can we find you bex so you can find me at um by becky co online that's my website otherwise on instagram as rebecca by becky co and then if you want to get in touch uh, about classes i teach yoga um and bars so you can just look on my instagram to find my schedule every week and yeah that's that's us mm. cool Amazing. Well, thanks so much, Katie, and hope you guys are having a beautiful day. Cheers, everyone.